Welcome to the Radiant Weddings Podcast. On today's episode... Almost every single wedding that I do, at some point when I'm in the getting ready room, I hear a bridesmaid say, where is my underwear? Yeah, I hear that too. It's really awkward. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Radiant Weddings Podcast, and I'm Rhea. And I'm Joe. And we are here to talk about more wedding planning details. Yes, we are. We do this on every episode. We are here to help engaged couples plan their weddings in an efficient and stress-free manner. Not just engaged couples, but pre-engaged individuals as well. People who hope to be engaged someday. Dating couples. And pre-dating couples. Are they a couple if they haven't started dating yet? (laughs) I'm just talking to those in our audience who are not yet in a relationship, but they're collecting all the uh, knowledge that they can before they even get to that point. Are you trying to avoid the S word? Single. Single. No, I wasn't trying to avoid it. It's not a bad word. I think I I, I think I enjoyed my singlehood. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. You interrupted it. I'm I, I, I'm so sorry for interrupting your singlehood. <laughs> I, didn't think I did that enjoy was a, it. I actually did. But uh, I'm enjoying my marriedhood. Yeah. I didn't think that that was something I would need to apologize for is interrupting your singlehood. <laughs> so yes, for all of you engaged couples out there, dating couples hoping to be engaged and couples who haven't become met- couples yet. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that one out. For all of you couples who ha- have yet to meet, make sure that you talk to each other about your potential plans for getting... This doesn't make any sense. Right. That's that's very complicated. Mostly, we're talking about wedding planning now, and someday this conversation will come up. So... Uh, we're talking to the whole world. Yes. Yeah, stay tuned. Now we've established that. Let's move on. <laughs> what is our topic for today, Miss Rhea? So we're talking about preparing for the morning of your wedding, making that morning stress-free and relaxed. I think this is a really good topic because honestly, the hours before your ceremony, when you're getting dressed, when you're getting your makeup on, when you're getting your suit and tie on, those are probably the most stressful hours actually. There's anticipation anxiety, but what I often see added to that is uh, some disorganizational anxiety too, where someone's tardy or it's the room is turned upside down. And, and so there's stress added on to just the wedding nerves. So we have some specific plans to enact to make sure that the morning of your wedding is orderly and stress-free. And can I say the first one? Because it's very, it's something I encounter a lot as a wedding photographer. Go for it. This is in the room, specifically with the girls. Sorry, girls, but this really is more of a problem that I see with the room where the girls are getting ready versus the room where the guys are getting ready. And you might be surprised because it's actually the cleanliness of the room. I I don't know why. I I would think that it's in the reverse. The guys were more untidy than the girls, but it's not the case. (laughs) When I go into the getting ready room for the girls, they're all there in their pajamas or their, their robes that have their names on it and whatnot. And the room is a wreck. And I go in hoping for these lovely pictures of the dress hanging up by a window and the shoes at the base and the flowers and all these things. But the room is trashed. There's food on the floor. There's champagne on some table over here. There's clutter all over the place. And there's underwear everywhere. (laughs) 
And it does make me feel uncomfortable. There's someone's bra on the couch. There's a thong in the corner. It's just, it's really awkward. And um, I, I just can't emphasize this enough. Please don't leave your underwear lying around when you have a male photographer coming in to do pictures. You're trying to take a picture of the bride and somebody's thong is in the background. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, this is, re- this is okay. a real thing, though. I get, it stresses me out because, like, I... Some, you know what else really stresses me out is that the the girls are in these robes and I'm in pajamas that don't really look that structurally and integral as as clothes go. And I'm worried there's that not there's not much structural integrity with their robes. Yeah, I'm worried that there's going to be some sort of a wardrobe malfunction because I know they're not wearing their underwear because it's all on the floor. I can still see it. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, but we have encountered wardrobe malfunctions in the past on wedding days. Yes. And so the first item on the list before keeping the room clean is wear your underwear. <laughs> as much as we like being friends with our clients and getting to know them well, not that's that. a level. <laughs> not that well. <laughs> that's a level beyond, you know, that we want to go. So, so keeping the room Keeping underwear off the floor and on your body. (laughs) So I'm just going to back up a little bit from that point. I would say um, that as you're choosing a place to get ready, sometimes it's at the venue. But if you have any say in where you're getting ready the morning of your wedding, choose a location that's spacious, Mm, that's well lit by Mm -hmm. window light. So there's natural light. Thank you. And space where you can actually be organized. Because if everything is just kind of piled, if you are all kind of piled on top of each other, it makes it very difficult to have a stress-free, organized space. Can I ask you, what would be the epitome of the worst example of this? And what would be the best example of a spacious, well-lit room? What would be the worst example? Yeah, please use real examples. Probably one of the worst getting ready rooms I ever saw was a camp, a cabin at a camp. So that cabin was dark. It was very dark. It was also in like October, so it was pretty chilly because it wasn't lit or it wasn't uh, well heated. Oh. Um, but it was dark. It was cobwebby and it was very tight quarters. Were there no so windows? There were some windows, but it was all like deep deep brown colors on the walls because it was cabin yeah yeah, that's Um, tricky i've also found it very difficult when like they get ready in a like a conference room in the mm -hmm. basement of a hotel hotels are not pretty as a general rule they're they're pretty vanilla i I wouldn't say that well i'm I'm talking about the the backstage rooms of hotels right but ready in conference rooms and like tiny little uh you know, suites or something. I'm not talking about uh, boutique hotels. I'm talking about the general chain hotels, not set up for getting ready for a wedding. Okay. Yeah. I'll agree with you there for sure. For sure. Um, So thank you for saying that. uh, Cause a well-lit spacious room makes my job a lot easier as a photographer. Mm -hmm. So what else, what do we have else here for ways to make sure that you are prepared to prepare. <laughs> well, I feel like this is kind of a rant based on my desire for cleanliness as a person and as a wedding planner. But you need to have uh, like your food and drinks in one space and then have your stuff in another space. Like 
Okay. Oh, actually, that's you're right. That's something I encounter a lot too, yeah. where there's like underwear and champagne in the same yeah. place, and then your bagel. Right next to that.、Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. Keeping a designated eating area and a designated stuff goes、yeah. here area, and it's even helpful if you have like our luggage is going to be in this one spot, and please try to keep your luggage organized. Like only take out the things that you need for right now instead of having, you know, most times the room looks like the suitcases have been turned upside down, and. There's just a pile of stuff, and it's not even stuff that they need for the wedding. Yeah, having designated spots for everything is going to help with organization, and it will eliminate one of the most common things that cause stress for brides the morning of, and that's the "Where is my blank?" question.、Mm-hmm. Where is my hairbrush? Where is my where are my shoes? Where is my lipstick? If you have, you know, grapes and champagne and cheese and underwear and luggage and robes and.、Uh, Make up all in one spot. You're going to be sifting through these piles that'll just forever get even more and more disorganized. So designate stations in your getting ready area for what is to be done in those areas. Like、mm-hmm. this is the food area. Food doesn't leave here. You don't eat anywhere but this area.、Mm-hmm. Okay, and obviously the person who is making all of this happen, who is designating the eating area and getting the food and telling everyone, make sure that your underwear isn't on the floor and putting all of the details for the photographer to get. Photos of that should be the bride, right? Because she's the one who knows what's going on, knows what she wants. So it should be her responsibility, right? He said <laughs> facetiously. <laughs> Not right. It often is the person that I see making these things happen. But no, I think that you should always designate someone else to make sure that these things are happening. Designation and delegation is your key to reducing stress. So. Find someone who is, you know, just one of the bridesmaids.、Um, delegate the details of organization to them. Right. Have somebody say, "Okay, hey, your job is to get the food、mm-hmm. and the champagne and the water," and have somebody who's in charge of making sure that the room is clean. Yeah, and to help them, I would suggest making a list ahead of time, so that. You know what needs to be done, and they know what needs to be done the morning of the wedding, and that can be making a list of the details that you want set aside for the photographer, and、uh, you know putting those aside for them. Making a list of the snacks and the drinks, the snacks and drinks, and、uh, a list of who needs hair and makeup done and at what time. Yeah, th- this probably wouldn't apply if you're getting ready in like a salon. Right. Chances are their staff is going to be doing all of these things. They're going to be keeping the floors clean and whatnot already. But you would be surprised how often I go to a getting ready room and no one's doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> there's like one person getting her hair done, and then there's like seven other girls who are just without a job. Right. So don't be scared to give them jobs. Say, hey, please gather my dress, my shoes, my jewelry, my flowers. And put them in this corner so that when the photographer comes, it's all in one spot.、Mm-hmm. That's、and、often not done, and I'm the photographer left scrambling for where's your shoes, where's your dress. Oh,、uh, I don't know.、Uh, it happens a lot. And another thing that often pushes the hair and makeup portion of the day late is、uh, when a bridesmaid doesn't know when she is expected for her hair and makeup. Right, so communication. We're、yeah. back to communication again. I've seen hair and makeup artists just standing around, and they're like, "We have a limited amount of time to do this, 
and our bridesmaid is still in bed. Yeah, so, the thing that will here here's why mornings are so important and so stressful at the same time. And I hate to say this because it sounds like I'm going to be adding stress if you're a bride listening to this, but you, you just have to be ready on time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm so sorry because that's that makes it sound like you know if you're not on time everything is going to be ruined. No, not everything would be ruined, but it will make the rest of the day a lot harder if mm-hmm. you're just if you're not ready on time, and it will make the morning not as enjoyable. But the way that you avoid this is by scheduling out the events that need to happen in that mm-hmm. morning. When is bridesmaid number one need to be finished? When does bridesmaid number two need to be finished? When does everyone need to be dressed and ready for photos? Right. When do photos need to be done? And give yourself enough time for these. Make sure that it's communicated to everyone else. Literally write it down. We've said this before. Make the plan, write it down, give a copy to everyone. Because they will forget, Yeah. but they won't if they have a paper that they can just look at. Having things written down is a huge stress reliever for everyone because then it's not just this vague idea of, oh, getting ready is at, you know, between 8 a.m. And, and noon, but then you actually know, okay, I need to be out of bed by 8.30 so that I can be in the chair getting ready at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And you should allot extra time. Yeah. There will be someone who oversleeps or is tardy and so you you just have to put some time cushion in there. Um, and then there's typically, uh, you know, something else that might happen, a, a dress might rip or... Um, if you have a child, uh, maybe a flower girl who like her her nap went over mm-hmm. or her nap went under and she's just really, really tired, you know, you got to be flexible with that. So give yourself some extra time. But it's much better to be ready and have extra time then run out of time and not be ready because you didn't take the time to plan. Yeah. And this doesn't just go for the girls. This goes for the guys as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, guys, stop leaving your thongs in the corner. Do you think it's okay? Oh, I just had a terrible <laughs> mental image. Anyway, moving on. Positive imagery. Um, guys, stop leaving your, your ties Okay. Wait, you know, guys okay. just don't have as many interesting can things just, to leave around the room. Can I just bunny trail here for a bit? Sure. Bunny trail away. I have never encountered, you know, a guy saying, um, where are my boxers? But <laughs> I have had last minute uh, run of the day conversations with a groom in his towel. Just a little bit awkward. Yeah. So again, know when you're supposed to be dressed and be dressed. <laughs> It, it does go. It does. It does go for the guys too. Uh, it, mm-hmm. It's it's a fact that the guys don't have as much to do to get ready as the right. girls do. Guys don't do their makeup. Guys, what whatever they do for their hair is probably very simple. They probably just brush it. Maybe put some gel in, and mm-hmm. you know, preferably put on some deodorant too. And then beyond that, they just got to put their tuxes on. Yeah, it's usually not, not a whole lot of makeup or anything. Yeah, so um, usually guys can be ready much <clears throat> further in advance. You do. You do have to allot extra time for learning how to tie a tie, though. A bow tie, especially if it's not part of your normal day-to-day wardrobe. Actually, I would say you need to a lot of time to know how to put a boutonniere on. That's the thing that nobody ever knows how to do. That's true. Every single wedding, how do I put one of these on? And I'm here, the photographer, with a needle pinning everybody's boutonniere on. I don't mind it. It makes me feel smart. If you're using a needle, you're using the wrong thing. Well, what? 
I'm, the pin. What would you call a it? A pin. What's the difference between a needle and a pin? A needle is used for sewing. It has an eye. A pin has a pinhead. Oh. Okay. So if you're sewing boutonnieres on, I bet Men's Warehouse doesn't like that. That would explain why it was taking so long, too. <laughs> um, speaking of sewing, though, I also strongly suggest having a sewing kit in your getting ready rooms because there's always a button that pops or, you know, um, someone may have gained a little, little, a little bit of weight after their last fitting, especially if your wedding is shortly after the holidays. <laughs> um, but that's, it's something that I use pretty frequently in mm -hmm. getting ready rooms. Yeah, it's something you carry in your emergency mm -hmm. kit. It's a good idea. So these are some practical ways that you can make sure that you're ready for some things, you're ready for sewing, but the, the planning ahead is going to be the biggest deal. Mm -hmm. And I want to go back to keeping the room clean. Okay. I want to overemphasize this because having to work in a disorganized and cluttered area is stressful. You may not mm -hmm. realize it, but like that, it induces stress. Clutter I, is stressful for you as the bride. Yes, yeah. you as a human, but especially you as the bride. And it's going to manifest itself in practical ways, like you're going to lose things, you're going to trip mm -hmm. over things, you're going to not have spaces to walk, and your photos won't be able to be as pretty because there's junk in the background. But it just is this atmosphere of pressure and stress when you're in a cluttered room. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a total hypocrite right now because this is a podcast, but if you could see the office that we're recording this in. It's not my office. Actually, it looks a little better right now. That's because I was in here yesterday oh. cleaning up. <laughs> Reason being because I, I need to take some of your office space and right now there's no space for me to take. Well, okay, I'm, we're we're working on that. I'm trying to build us an office in the in the shed here, but that's yeah. You just accidentally stumbled into one of our uh, marital needs right now. What for an office? Yeah, the disorganization, frustration. Okay. So th this is this is the thing about me. This this is a rabbit trail. Can I can I rabbit trail now? Sure. So here's the thing about me. I am very unorganized. I am very cluttered. Um, I keep things very organized for invoices with clients and contracts and everything. I have a system for that, but my office space is a complete wreck. There's gear on the floor. There's pictures of, uh, there's prints that I have yet to hang up. Um, Jade's playmat is in here some, for some reason. Because sometimes you need to watch her. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> but I have a difficult time staying organized, staying decluttered. Because I do not see the clutter. I'm someone who, like, well, we, it just happened right now. I just said, it it's uh, well, weird. It looks a little bit better today. I hadn't even realized that Rhea had come in and cleaned up. That's how little I observed the clutter. But I still feel the stress of it. As the bride, that's going to be you, okay? Mm -hmm. You won't know how to solve the problem. You'll just know that it's stressing you out. That's why somebody else needs to be in charge of cleaning up empty champagne glasses and throwing away dishes that had cheese and grapes on them and doing something about the underwear on the floor, maybe just designating one corner to be the underwear corner. Do you know how many <laughs> wedding getting ready rooms I walk into and I want to just clean them up? Except Probably I don't all know. of them. Yeah, except I don't know whose underwear is whose. Otherwise, 
you know, I could do a little bit more organization. I think think we're, I think we're fixated. I think we're fixated on this underwear thing. Yeah, we should probably move on. Yeah, it's taking too long. We want to keep this brief. (laughs) (laughs) Our panties are not all in a wad about this, but. (laughs) How far can we take the underwear puns? Uh, I think we're stretching them out a little bit. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let, okay, we've made the point about the underwear. I'll be yeah. honest, when we were planning this, like that actually was one of the biggest things that we wanted to emphasize was, please stop leaving your underwear on the floor. Without being, without exaggeration, almost every single wedding that I do at some point, when I'm in the getting ready room, I hear a bridesmaid say, where is my underwear? Yeah, I hear that too. It's really awkward. Yeah, because so, it's probably not your responsibility to we, say, well, uh, is it this pair over yeah. here? Oh, I have five, found them right here. This looks like <laughs> your size. You know, I'm not going to have that conversation. I just walk out of the room. I'm like, oh, right. somebody so, else figure that out. Yeah, so now that we're moving on from underwear. Right. <laughs> but... we. <laughs> It really is a big issue. We tried to think of topics that weren't just revolving around underwear when we were recording this, but it's 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 a big deal. Please. Mm-hmm. So we're we're but we we do want to uh, not make this episode all about underwear. It is about de-stressing the the morning of your wedding. Thank you. On any morning of your life, it never feels good to be rushing around or to be um, you know looking for things. I, that, that's a great way for me to start a bad day is when I'm rushing around and I'm, I'm trying to find my coffee cup and I'm trying to, um, you know, get out the door on time. And that's not something that you want on the morning of your wedding. You want to be able to relax and, you know, read your letter from your groom if that's something that you've chosen to do and just enjoy the moment, enjoy the wedding nerves without the anxiety of getting ready yeah and having these plans in place and communicating with everyone as to when everything needs to be done and designating someone to take care of the things we've mentioned that'll give you the time Mm -hmm. to enjoy the morning Mm -hmm. and you won't have to stress you won't have to rush and it'll feel great yeah i this isn't uh this may seem a little bit out out of context but I need to make a confession. You don't have a champagne and cheese corner designated in this house? What's I your confession? My confession is that I always, on my timelines, give the groomsmen extra time to get ready. And they kind of complain about it. Like, you say we need to be there at 12 o'clock and the wedding doesn't start until 4 o'clock? The it reason, sounds ridiculous, yeah. but I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Groomsmen tend to run late. They're never there on They're time. They're wild. Always. There's always someone who doesn't show up on time. There's always someone who loses track of time once they're there. There's even someone who hasn't picked up their tux from men's warehouse, and they need to go pick it up. So the girls are cluttered and leaving their underwear on the floor, and the guys just aren't present. Yeah. <laughs> I have actually had a groomsman who was late to, I don't, I don't think he was present with the guys getting ready at all because he hadn't gotten his shoes yet. I, I had two groomsmen, one of which was the best man. This is actually not at the morning of the wedding. This is during the reception. Mm-hmm. Two groomsmen, including the best man, 
left oh. the wedding entirely. <laughs> I remember went that. Went into town to get some cigars. Mm-hmm. And he missed his time to make the toast. Yeah. Unacceptable. Completely unacceptable. Yeah. Still steamed about that. You know, are we really judgmental? Well, I feel like we talk a lot about um, certain bad experiences that we've had with weddings. It's because that's what makes the stories. It does make the stories. And I think that it's part of the reason why people enjoy listening to these podcasts, because it's funny. You know, they're funny stories. Yeah. But um, why don't we... Why don't we each, do you think we could each share a couple examples of someone who did a very good job, uh, a day that went was very not stressed and that went uh, very well because they they made they were organized, they were clean, and they had everything planned out, and the bride wasn't freaking out having to do everything herself. I can think of one. Okay, go ahead because I'm still thinking. So this was a wedding where they definitely they gave themselves enough time to get ready. All of the girls were in their designated ready room on time. They got their hair done and their makeup on time. They got their dresses on in time. Everything was set so we had enough time to get a lot of the photos done ahead of uh, schedule. Mm-hmm. So we had group photos with all the girls, group photos with all the guys. We had our first look all set and everything was set. And then we still had about, I'd say like 45 minutes before the ceremony. And everything was on the same site. So during that 45 minutes, you know what everyone did? relaxed chilled out mm-hmm. sipped some champagne talked about what they were what they were looking forward to for the day there was no rush everything was done yeah and i was like this is bliss like everyone should have this it, it, you shouldn't have to rush up to the ceremony like okay here we go get your dress on get pictures quick walk down the aisle mm-hmm. there was this moment well is 45 minutes a moment is a long moment there's this period yeah. of time it's practically a nap time. <laughs> you could take a nap, I guess, if you want. But um, it was this period of time where I saw the bride sitting there with her dad and with her mom and, and then with her bridesmaids. And she just she was smiling. She was relaxed. She was just talking about how much she's looking forward to. And not just the wedding day itself, but like her whole marriage and mm-hmm. uh, the new house they were going to move into. She just had all of this joy that she was just excited to share. And you you don't have time for that later. Mm-hmm. You know, the next two parts of the day, the ceremony and the reception, they're different. There's a lot of guest interaction and there's a more um, more scheduling of events. And it's a bit more of a production. Well, I don't want to use the word production, but it is a bit more rigid than the pre-wedding time. Right, because and, you have more people waiting on you. Yeah, but the the pre-ceremony time that we're talking about now is this golden opportunity to just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you can think of an example or not. So how about this? Well, I can, but I don't know if it's appropriate for me to share. Okay, well, then how about this? You, the wedding planner, what was your morning like, the morning of our wedding? Well, now I feel like my other example is more appropriate to share. (laughs) Well, (laughs) okay. Okay. So (laughs) going, uh, the example I thought of was a wedding that I was the planner, obviously, so I had some say in how that morning went. Um, and basically, the, the couple had a first look. They chose to do a first look. And they had enough time before the ceremony started that they actually took a few minutes where they were just by themselves and they shared their vows, just the two of them, Ooh. with 
no one else present. They just had a moment. Not even the photographer was there. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So it wasn't a production at all. They weren't no. doing it for the video or the photos or the guests. It was just. It was just the two of them. Oh, I really like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, and they designated time for this, or this was something that they were able to do because they had time. I, I had given them a time cushion. I had purposely given them a break between getting ready and the ceremony, and that's what they chose to do with it. I, I think that was a great example. Okay. I think that was a great example because that is what, again. People who have been listening to these episodes, they know that what we're emphasizing is celebrating the marriage, mm-hmm. not just putting on the party. Right. That's a great example of something because that's what's important is them, their promises to each other. I love mm-hmm. I love that they didn't have it photographed. Yeah. It was just them. Yeah. Um, and I remember when I went looking for them for the ceremony and they told me what they did, I was like, oh, Goodness, that's that's awesome. <laughs> that's that's everything right there. But Why didn't we do that? We didn't do a first look. Well, we did. We we did do that on our first anniversary. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. We went back through our vows, and yeah. it was a really special moment. And uh, our baby, who was in the crib a few feet away, while we're having this special moment, filled her diaper. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, and forever and always, and. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was very funny. Yeah, um, life gets interesting after you have the baby. I do want to answer the question, though, about the morning of our wedding and how that went for me. It was a fairly large space, and as far as the bridesmaids' hair and makeup went, I simply communicated to them the time that they needed to be ready by for the ceremony, and then they were responsible for getting their own hair and makeup done, whether that was self-done or getting an artist to do it. So so no one was telling them be here. Right. It was just, hey, you need to be done by this time. However you make your morning happen, doesn't matter as long as you're ready at this right. time. Right. And they didn't all stay on site. So that worked out well for them to figure out, you know, what they needed to do. And I remember it being very relaxed and peaceful. Um, there was plenty of space for everyone to get ready And I had bridesmaids delegated to uh, make sure that trash was picked up. And I even had my sisters delegated to make sure that my my personal items were packed up and ready to go in the car so that we didn't have to stop back there. Huge help. Yeah. Huge help. Because you're tired after a wedding. Yeah. Having all of your stuff already packed up. That's that's another really great tip right there. And I had enough nerves going on that I didn't need to be packing things up. I... Packing makes me nervous, so. Oh, no, packing makes me nervous, too. I don't know why. It's just, it's a pain. But that gave us the opportunity, gave me the opportunity to relax and just focus on writing my vows out. Wait, you wrote your vows the morning of? I I put them on paper the morning of. I had them on my phone, but I didn't want my phone to be... On you? On me. Okay. So, yeah. I freaking I, out for a second there. <laughs> No, I, I had them pretty much written, and then I regretted what I wrote after I heard what you said, because you were way more elaborate. Oh, I didn't regret what you wrote. Okay. Good. I just, I was just crying too hard. I couldn't hear what you wrote. <laughs> yeah. That's why we had to share our vows on our first anniversary, because uh, he missed them the wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that's pretty good for today. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in, everyone. I hope that this has been beneficial to you. I hope that you were entertained. I hope that you have some plans going forward to help you 
make your wedding day that much more stress-free and that much more efficient and just enjoy it more. It's all about making it about the wedding day instead of about stress. Mm-hmm. It's all about you. It's all about the marriage. and It's all about the couple that hasn't become a couple yet, as we were right. saying in the beginning. Since we're so complicated about that. To all that. of you to-be couples out there. We're, we're, we're so confused by your existence. We're here cheering you on. We can't wait for your wedding day. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. You can find this podcast on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Google Play, on Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. There might be another one that's escaping me right now, but you can also go to radiantevents.net slash podcast mm-hmm. and find us out there and also find any write-ups and blogs for further information. And a whole bunch of other cool stuff, too. So, I want to ask one real quick question to our audience before we sign off here. Rhea and I have been making, I think this is our 12th podcast. Mm-hmm. And we actually don't, it is our 12th podcast. We actually don't have a great way of tracking how many people are listening to this. But we're starting to have some people approach us, like, on the street, so to speak, and say that they've been enjoying the podcast. People that we know. But... The numbers that we have, the software that we have to detect listens isn't completely accurate. It's because there's so many platforms that it's hard for them to track it. Right. Yeah. It's different for podcasts versus like a YouTube video or something. Mm -hmm. So we really would like to know if you're listening to this, can you let us know? Uh, The easiest way to do that would be to leave a comment on the website that I just gave you where the uh, the write-up for this podcast, and again, it's radiantevents.net slash podcast. And that would help. Just say, hey, I'm listening, maybe the the city that you're in or something, but uh, you don't have to, you can leave it anonymously if you want. But we're really curious to see how many people are listening. Mm -hmm. So let us know somehow. Uh, We'd greatly appreciate it. So anything else you want to add? Share it. Share it with other people. Leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, Mm -hmm. all stuff that helps. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, guys. We'll talk to you again next time.